Welcome back to the Oscar Rewind Podcast. I'm your host, Quentin Phillipson, and we are here to break down the last film for the 1969 Oscars, and that would be the Best Picture winner, Oliver. And to help discuss all things Oliver, we have my co-host here, Andrea Tennis. How are you doing this week? I'm doing well. I'm enjoying my day off today. I've played plenty of Fortnite. Ah, uh, yeah. Other than that, not much more. <laughs> like I'm trying to relate to all the kids out there, but <laughs> we're all playing for it. Me and the other we are not playing for it, but we appreciate you doing the hard work out there, Andrea. <laughs> I think everyone should want to get the Baby Yoda skin. It's That's cute. Right. Krista got it today, and it was a lot of fun. He does a lot of different things sitting back there in the little shell. Yeah, I didn't realize you're such a big Star Wars fan. Should we do the Oscar year where one of the Star Wars movies was nominated? No, 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 no. I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I'm a baby Yoda fan. Yeah, but Yoda, the older one, is there. Yeah, but I like just baby Yoda. Just baby Yoda? That's it. I don't like anything else about Star Wars, Star Trek, whatever. Yeah, well, the Mandalorian, he's in it. You like him? Not really, because when you go to a ship, he tries to kill you. <laughs> okay. Basing everything off Fortnite now. That's good yes. to know. Andrew would probably wish that more of these films had some Fortnite dances. Would that really help you enjoy these movies? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe in the future we can uh, check that out. Yeah. Uh, Oliver, it's a bunch of dancing and music. Uh, I'm sure if they've done a few of those. Fortnite twerks or what's it called? The, the whatever the Fortnite dances are called. The uh, mashed potato. There's just, one. There's one called the mashed potato. Oh, I just okay. think it's funny. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking of the fl the floss. That was it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. One of the more. One. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Mashed potato is not as famous as the floss, but it, even if they had any of those dances in Oliver, maybe you would have piqued your interest more. Maybe. Yeah. It's always possible. Yeah, so we're here to discuss all things Oliver, not all things Fortnite, Andrea. <laughs> so aside from you playing a bunch of games today, did you do anything else lately this week? Anything exciting? Not really. <laughs> um, I've almost made it three weeks into my exercise video, which I know no one else is going to find exciting but me just because uh, crushing goals. But yeah. other than that, no. Nothing. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone found the Fortnite stuff exciting either. So you're you're two for two here with your fun facts. I'm just really boring. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's okay. My life's boring too. I, I haven't even been exercising or playing Fortnite. I've just been watching movies. So there you go. There's that thrill. There is Oliver. Heck yeah, yeah. there is. It's that a very guy. nice thing. Yeah. So we have seen all five movies now for the 1969. <laughs> podcast i want to be here. happy when you can retire that joke with this uh year of movies <laughs> yeah uh so we've seen them all we've lived through them all we're going to be doing the ceremony in a week or so very exciting stuff i'm sure andrew is very excited to move on to the next oscar season here absolutely i am absolutely thrilled mm -hmm. yeah i really had to pluck some teeth to make her watch these and sit down and discuss them been quite a chore well considering when we watched the best film last night 
from 1969, and I'm highly doubting it, it got any Oscars or nominees. Well, it got nominations. It didn't Did get it? any wins. <gasps> That's exciting. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so yeah, definitely didn't get any wins. Very few nominations. Sad. And it did not get Best Picture nomination. That's why we are not here to discuss Planet of the Apes, but we are here to discuss mm-hmm. Oliver. What? So before we get into it, we can discuss the nominations and wins it got. It was nominated for Lead Actor. It was nominated for Supporting Actor, for Cinematography, for Costume, for Editing, for Screenplay, and it won Best Picture, obviously. That's why we're discussing it last. Art direction, directing, score, and sound. My God, did it like almost have every category have a horse in the race or? Almost. It definitely got a lot of nominations. Mm -hmm. It was by far the most nominated film and it walked away with five wins, which is quite a bit. I believe that would make it tied for the second most amount of wins of the four Oscar season winners we've discussed so far. So had quite a good turnout. So what was your thoughts on Oliver, Andrea? You famously told everybody that you were a tree in the play, Oliver. (laughs) That's not what I said. I said I was one of the little orphans. I don't know why I thought you were a tree. No, no, definitely not a tree. But I probably could have been a tree. I would have been a good tree. No, I I watched the movie and I was specifically looking for where trees and yourself would have been present. (laughs) And you weren't in it that much. So it makes sense that you were an orphan. So funny. I love it. So my thoughts on the film were, you know, it was really good. It was a musical, which isn't my favorite. But, you know, it it was really good from what I remember. And I don't know. I think out of all these films we watched, maybe it did deserve to win Best Picture. You're saying this is your favorite of the five movies we watched. Well, it was either this one or Funny Girl. Those would be the two at the top for me. So I guess we can already address it's probably going to be a four for you then, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, no, wow. it, was, it was good. You know, like I said, I'm not big into musicals, but I did love the makeup, the costume, the cinematography, uh, I don't know, everything basically you'll ever see in a musical like that it should have. So yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, it's at least a four for me. Well then, how come you're so down on this year? Three of the five movies are a four for you. No. Yeah, Only we two. Have. And Lion in Winter. Did I give it a four? Yeah. No, in my I... phone, I have it as a 3.5. No, I gave it a 3.5. You gave it a four on the podcast. Oh. In my phone, it says I gave it a 3.5. Oh, well, so I don't know. We'll roll the tapes. I'll play <laughs> you the podcast after. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, because even I was surprised. Uh, wow. Uh, I, I think you're higher on this whole year than I was. I only have one of these as a four. and uh, It's not Oliver. I didn't really love Oliver. Wow. Well, in all fairness, I don't usually end up ranking the films we talk about on the podcast. Because by the time the podcast done is done, it's been too long since I watched them for me to remember half the stuff. Yeah, that's that's pretty likely. <laughs> but yeah, wow. Uh, 
Three fours this year for Andrew. Does that make this your second highest average of the four years we've discussed? No, I'm taking back the score <laughs> for Lion and Winner or whatever. Are you taking it back? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a 3.5. I have no idea. Was I drinking that night? Because maybe I was. No. Oh, okay. Well, then... Too many cocktails, or I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, still crazy. Uh, I think overall you still liked this year more than me. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Based off of uh, the vibes I've been getting from you, you, you haven't, but uh, the scores say otherwise. Uh, yeah, Andrew has not been loving this year, but uh, she did like Oliver. I will give her that. Uh, the entire time we were watching it, she was like, oh, ah, I love that character. I really wanted to get that role in the play. <laughs> I really... Uh, connected with uh, what was the one kid that I you really it. liked? My my fourth grade dreams were like bringing up right now. Ah, uh, the kid I liked was Dodger. Dodger, and you yeah. were making fun of me because I literally could sing every song that he sung. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was Dodger's understudy, <laughs> and she was really hoping that the kid that played Dodger broke a leg or something so she could get the role because I she knew all of his lines. <laughs> Every, like, every line he was saying, Andrew was saying it with him. Like, she knew Dodger's entire script. So, she was, unfortunately, an orphan slash tree, but she was really hoping <laughs> to get that understudy Dodger position, because she knew his whole script. I mean, what can I say? I'm a huge Dodger fan. The only reason I didn't get it probably was because I was a girl. <laughs> wow, that's sexist. We should exactly. uh, we should report that to your fourth grade teacher. That's That's not appropriate. <laughs> Well, it wasn't my fourth grade teacher. It was just a summer program, and I don't even know who ran it. No, well, she's lucky. If she's listening right now, she dodged a bullet that you forgot what her name was because we could so report her for being sexist. That's very rude. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I was actually not a, I was not a big Dodger fan. I don't know. I thought he was a little weird and annoying. He was the head of the pickpo pickpockets. Like, what, like, Am I supposed to like the pickpockets? Well, maybe. <laughs> oh, well, my apologies. I guess I didn't realize that. Jeez. Yeah, the only person I thought that was more annoying than Dodger was the older version of Dodger. The uh, the giant dick that walks around with the giant oh. sideburns. I thought you were going to say Fagan, and I was like, oh. no, no, Fagan's actually best. fun. Yeah, Fagan is very fun. Yeah, Fagan was like the only quote-unquote bad guy that was rootable. Like, I thought he was very fun. And it was mostly all due to the actor. The actor that plays him was very animated and very over the top. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I know. Just the fact how animated he was. He added his own little things to the character, I think. And I like the guy. <laughs> yeah, so this whole movie is going to come with a bit of a caveat. Because Andrea and I did not watch this in the conventional way of beginning to end. We watched this from the middle to end to beginning to middle. <laughs> because the library disc that I had for this movie had two sides, side A and side B. And then they had like this little paper note on top of it that says, put this side in first. So I went, okay, I'm gonna listen to you library. I'll put this side in first. And we started the movie, and you think a woman that memorized all of Dodger's lines that was in this play would realize, wait a second, this is not the beginning of the movie. 
But no, uh, Andrew did not catch up on this. Wow. Wow. Do you really <laughs> just need to blame it all on me? Well, I've never I, seen this I was tired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was watching this. In the beginning was Oliver in this mansion. He's looking out the window. It's this beautiful day. And I went, oh my gosh, Oliver isn't an orphan. He becomes an orphan. Maybe his family will die or something. And then they had like weird moments with the caretaker that's with Oliver, he's like, wait a second, are, are you related to my daughter? And I was like, why is this like a thing? I've, I don't even know who you are or who Oliver is or who your daughter is. Why is this like a casual line it that was, they threw in? It was his niece, but yeah. But that's because we didn't watch the first half of the movie. So I didn't see all the setup for all of that. But they had that weird line in there. And I was thinking, what? What are you talking about? Is he related to, isn't he living with you? Don't you know who your own freaking kid in the room is? Like I had no idea what was going on. And then they had the dirty sideburns guy. He was out in the garden glaring at Oliver. And I was like, why does this guy hate this kid? Does he have like issues with a boy living his best life in a house? What a hater. Haters got to hate. It was very confusing to say the least. If yeah. you've ever watched a movie backwards, uh, but, like, I I kind of blame it on the library. I know you probably blame it on me, but <laughs> I blame it on the library. I blame both. The library told me to put in the wrong side first, and Andrea live and breathes Dodger's lines, but she didn't realize that the first half of his lines weren't there. Now, she was in grade four, so that was, like, in the 1800s, so it was quite a while ago, so maybe that's why she doesn't remember. Memory loss, I mean. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, partial blame. I do blame more so the library, but uh, Andrew, I was disappointed you uh, weren't catching up. It was funny, because halfway through, Andrew was like, when does he say he wants more? Like, where is that iconic moment? That was easily in the first half of the movie. And I was like, ah, Andrew, he isn't an orphan yet. <laughs> we'll get to that. But no, uh, yeah, we missed out on all of that. Well, but then we only really realized it because we got to the end and we're like, Letterbox says this film is supposed to be this long, but we've only been sitting here for an hour. Yeah, the movie's a bit over two hours and about an hour in is when it was over. And we were like, hold on a second. Um, either we watched a completely different movie or we did not see the whole thing. And we figured it out. We cracked the code. Yep. Yeah. Case solved. Yeah. But honestly, except for the first 10 minutes of, well... I guess technically it was 10 minutes into the middle of the movie. Not the actual first 10 minutes of the movie. Aside from that, I caught on pretty quickly. It's a pretty simple film. It wasn't like we went halfway into Inception. We went halfway into a musical about an orphan, living his best life, pickpockets, stuff like that. Um, and you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I actually thought it was kind of fun. I Well, the movie itself was fun, but I actually recommend people watch the last half and then watch the first half of like more chill whatever movies i think it was pretty fun well i think the library probably had an old copy of this and it's probably now not how it's distributed now i don't know i could be wrong though yeah so if you have the opportunity to watch a movie where you can watch the last half and then the first half i say give it a try if you have oliver I recommend that one because it worked pretty well for us. I actually thought it was pretty fun because then the first half of Oliver is actually better than the second half. And so you kind of get rid of the crappy 
story structure that they had to fulfill in the movie. And you get to get to all the fun stuff. The first half is where Oliver is an orphan. We have the iconic I want more line. Mm -hmm. That's where all the good songs are from. No offense to the second half of the movie, but the songs in that section suck. The first half definitely had the better songs in it, 100%. And I don't want to sound like a hater of music because I don't really like songs that much. But I think Oliver might be one of like the weakest musicals in terms of just the musical part of it. I only thought the one song where Andrew's favorite boy, Dodger, was introducing Oliver to living the ra- rascal life. What's that song? Gotta pick a pocket or two. Yeah, gotta pick a pocket or two. A little annoying. I know. No, that song sucks. That's the first song whenever he walks into the city that he sings with him. It's got to pick a pocket. Or no, his, got to no? pick a pocket too is when Fagin is telling them, hmm. is teaching them how to pick pockets. Now, that song sucks. Uh, whatever song is with only Oliver and Dodger out on the street, <laughs> that's the good song. Yeah. I don't have my phone or I would Google it. Yeah. A- Andrew does know the song. She was singing it the whole time. And it is very fun. Uh, every other song in the movie I didn't like. Pick a pocket or two. I think kind of sucks. The orphan song in the beginning is fine, but pretty forgettable. And then the rest of them are non-existent to me. It wasn't Consider Yourself, was it? Yeah, Consider Yourself. That was it. Yeah. Part of the family. Yes, yeah. yeah. You Cons- got it. Consider Yourself. That's the one that is by far the best. Uh, really, I could genuinely do without the rest of the music. That's the only song that I thought was fun. <laughs> But yeah, uh, there you have it. To quickly go through the storyline of Oliver, for those that aren't aware, because I wasn't super aware, Oliver is an orphan. We're actually going to go in order of the actual film, not the order we watched it. So we'll we'll discuss the last half that we saw, which is actually the first half. A little confusing. But it's about Oliver, who is an orphan, who gets kicked out of the orphanage because he asks for more food, which is probably the one scene everybody knows. That's the only scene I knew. Mm-hmm. Asks for more. What more? You want more? Then he gets kicked out. That guy's pissed, yeah. Yeah, he was very upset. He gets kind of bounced around to different people. Nobody wants him. He's a bit of a rascal. He ends up meeting Dodger. Mm-hmm. And he considers him part he considers him part of the family. They join Fagan and the rest of them as pickpockets, as these crooks. Dodger and one of the other kids pickpockets a wealthy guy. He takes up Oliver and kind of brings up Oliver as his own child. Gets to the second part, which is the first part we saw. Oliver then gets like stolen by the bad guys again, the crooks, because he's seen their treasure and he knows who they are. Mm-hmm. So they're very like upset that he's going to ruin it for them. And then... What's the bad guy's name? The, the guy with the crappy sideburns. Nobody likes him. Bill Wild, is that right? Yeah, Bill something. Bill something, yeah, Bill. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Hate him. He, he's the worst. But he's like, he's the bad guy. So you're supposed to hate him, so it's fine. He murders his fiance, his wife. His fiance, yep. yeah. Murders her because she wants <laughs> to protect Oliver because he's an innocent child. And Bill's like, no. He's not an innocent child. You're my fiance, bitch. Then he kills her because he's very upset. 
and then he gets hung or shot. He gets shot. And, uh, yeah. And then uh, Oliver ends up getting a family. It's great. I mean, happy ending for the guy. He kind of deserves it. And then they end up finding out that he was this guy's niece's child. And she had died during childbirth or some story like that. Happy coincidence, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, quite a coincidence. Very coincidental. Orphanage uh, in another town ends up taking a trip to the town where he lives, ends up running into him somehow. Pretty perfect all all around there, coincidence-wise. Lucky guy. (laughs) I'll say. And then... One thing that I thought was very strange is we saw the last half first. So the big moment is two or three people were running up the stairs to try and save Oliver. And then the stairs collapse in the structure. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, that's a pretty flimsy stairs. Uh, that's crazy. Um, so Bill runs away with Oliver. It was this lucky for him. The stairs broke. I was like, wow, that, that's pretty crazy. Those stairs were pretty flimsy. Uh, fine by me. You know, stairs can be flimsy. No big deal. But then we watched the first half because, you know, it ended up working out that way. <laughs> so because we watched it in a weird order, I then realized how weird it was that those stairs broke because there's an entire dance sequence with like 20 kids <laughs> dancing on those exact stairs. And I was like, hold on. 20 people dancing on these stairs. And it's fine. It's totally chill. And then like two people running up the stairs and it shatters. It completely crushes. Uh, I thought it was wild. I thought it would have been pretty cool actually if while they're dancing on the stairs, maybe at the end of the dance sequence, one of them like kicks one of the woods and you see like kind of nudge a little to the side to foreshadow that it's going to break later. Like something as simple as that. And I would have been sold. Like that's all. It's a musical. I don't need to think too hard. But if you're going to have a dance sequence on the same stairs that's going to completely shatter, like it it wasn't like a slow destruction. It was instantly just shattered. Like somebody hit one domino and the whole thing just collapsed. It was, it was pretty delicate stuff. It was pretty crazy how, fa- how fast it just fell. Like I have no idea what was going on with that. And then... And then Pagan had a whole dance on the thing where he's like jumping around and everything too. And none of this stuff ever looked like it was going to collapse whatsoever. Yeah, Fagan's, Fagan was really fun. Might be my favorite part of the film. He was my favorite part of the film, for sure. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. Uh, Oliver may be the lead, but uh, I did not like him. I thought, uh, I don't want to hate on kids because, you know, they're children. They are obviously not going to be as great of actors as adults. Mm-hmm. But I thought Dodger was a better actor. I didn't really like Dodger's character more. But I thought the actor, the child actor himself, was a better performer. Oliver just seemed wimpy. The actor, he was like, uh, guys, I'm Oliver. I'm an orphan. I don't really have any friends. Like... Bill sucks, but I'm shocked his fiance went head over heels to protect this guy. Who who loves this kid? Like I don't know why she was like I really got to protect Oliver. He really <laughs> won me over with that bubbly personality of his. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she just thought he was kind of a weakling, and like you know, you have to be rough to live where they live, and 
she was kind of like, oh, I'll take him as my own kind of thing. Yeah, well, she nailed that one. He is a weakling. I don't know. What a guy. <laughs> I, but I do agree with you. He wasn't a very strong presence. I don't know. I just thought Oliver would be a little bit better himself. So I'm, I think maybe it did have a lot to do with the actor. Not really sure. Yeah, my actually my favorite performance was the woman who was engaged to Bill. She has horrible taste in men because Bill sucks, but she was just a great mother figure. She was the only reason why I cared for Oliver. She cared, so I felt like I kind of cared because she was just really good. Uh, she was definitely the emotional part of the film, and Fagin was more of the comedic part of the film. Yeah. And aside from those two, I don't really like anyone else. Yeah, I mean, those are two of my favorite characters. Plus, I like Dodger too. So I think those three, for me, really held the film together. Yeah. So both good. I The movie as a whole was okay. It's fine. It was a good movie. <laughs> Definitely not a four for me, but overall, it was, it was okay. That is the movie Oliver. I, do you have anything else to say? I kind of glossed over the storyline. What was your favorite scene? I don't know. I just, I'm just going to say something very vague, which we've kind of already talked about, but anything that had Fagin in it, I just loved. I just loved his mannerism, how animated he was. And he was just really good with the kids too. Like he was a little rough with them, but then you could tell he still kind of cared about him at the same time. Yeah. He did a really good job. Yeah, I would say my favorite scene is obviously the iconic you want more scene. That's fun. I think that one guy's pretty funny. Might be Oliver's best scene. Not really due to not really thanks to him, but he was pretty good in it as well. Yeah, it, it, it's iconic for a reason. It's pretty funny and I and hilarious looking. But I think my least favorite scene there's got to be one with Bill that I hate. I just can't think of a particular Bill scene that I hate more than any other Bill scene. They all kind of blend together. Well, I hate I hate the Bill scene where he actually kills his fiance, which, which was pretty crazy. It was kind of morbid that, like, he just got so pissed off that she's trying to protect this kid that, like, he literally just beats her to death. That just blew my mind. Yeah, it was more so shocking than frustrating to watch. Like, yeah, him, like, she was, like, the only nice person in the whole film. Even Fagin, who's a comedy relief, is still an asshole. He's still a bad guy. So she really is the only likable person in this entire movie. And to kill her blew my mind. Well, it was and, crazy. and Fagin also told Bill not to do anything you would regret. Uh, Bill obviously doesn't listen to anyone because he's Bill. Yeah. Uh, this might seem like a weird one to pick apart. But I think Miley's favorite scene is one of the first scenes with Bill. And that's where he's at the tavern and he is just chomping down uh -huh. on some food. That was disgusting. They're like singing a song. Like his fiance is singing him a song. She's so happy to see him. And he could not give less of a rat's ass that his fiance no. is singing to him. She's stoked. He is just looking at his bowl of food, chomping on down. He's like, oh, man, that's some good-ass shit. Man, mm, I, I sure are. Mm, oh, mm. It's good. 
He was just so focused on oh this Oh my food. god. Like I said, I wish we had a, like a video camera so people could see the faces you make. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so that might be my least favorite scene. That, that was just so annoying. And that was my first scene of him. I was like, oh yeah, I'm not going to like this guy. I can tell. I also just wanted to give a quick shout out to the dog. I love how like in the scene, like the dog, his dog is like his companion for life. Whenever he basically kills his fiance, the dog all of a sudden decides, I'm not going to be this guy's friend anymore. And he basically goes and gets help and like rats out Bill. Yeah. The dog was a little bit of the hero. Even even though you don't really like animals, the dog was a little bit of the hero for the reason that like he even got caught. Yeah. Well, the dog, I couldn't tell if it was a puppet or not because it walked so <laughs> weird. I just think that it's that breed of dog because I actually researched it because you kept saying that. Like, is that even a real dog? Yeah. It really looks like one of the dogs you would see in a Wes Anderson film where it looks almost like a puppet. Yeah. Because it walked like there were strings on the legs to move it. It did not walk like a normal dog. And yeah, I do like how he was pretty much Bill's butt boy the whole movie until he <laughs> killed his fiance. The dog was like, that's it, brother. I'm a man's best friend until a man kills someone. That's it. I'm going to talk to the police now, son. Like, he was not having it. And like, this dog was so iconic that everyone knew it was Bill's dog. I love that. Yeah, so that's the movie. Uh, it exists. It's a movie that exists. <laughs> now we can talk about some of the wins it got. Let me pick your brain here, Andrew, okay? Mm-hmm. The movie is called Oliver. And it got a lead actor nomination for not Oliver. Who was it? Fagin was nominated. The actor for Fagin was nominated for lead actor. That's kind of odd because he definitely, I don't know, he was one of the lead male performers, but I don't, wouldn't say he would have been the lead. Yeah, that is crazy to me. I've seen a lot of Oscars, as we saw in 2019, and this year for the 2021 Oscars, mm-hmm. there are a lot of Oscars where they push lead performances to supporting because it's easier for them to get the Oscar. How did this happen? How did Fagin get pushed to lead? He could have easily been considered supporting. I would. The movie is called Oliver. It's not called Fagin. Exactly. That's really odd. I don't understand half of what the Oscars do, to be quite honest. Yeah, that it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I have no idea. He's absolutely not a lead performance. I would consider him... Probably the, he's probably gotten the fourth most amount of screen time for a male. I would say Oliver, Dodger, and Bill had more screen time than Fagan. I could be, it, 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 all, Bill, Dodger, and Fagan are all kind of lumped up screen time wise. They're all kind of two, three, and four there. They're pretty neck to neck. Oliver is in it three times more than Fagan. Like, I don't know how Fagan's considered lead here, but uh, there you go. Uh, I think if he got pushed to supporting, he could have won. Yeah, 100% he would have won. I mean, I'd have to see the other guys in that category, but I feel like he would have had a fighting chance. Well, we have another one right here if you want to talk about it, because this film also got a nomination for Best Supporting Actor. And Andrea, you were not alone. They liked Dodger. The supporting actor was for a Dodgers performance. 
Wow. Yeah. Did he win? No. When <laughs> You're like, no. Neither of these two won. Uh-huh. And like I said, I don't like Dodger's character. I think he's a little full of himself, arrogant, and unrootable. Mm-hmm. But the performance was good. For a child performance, great. And the fact that a child actually cracked into the Oscars for a nomination, good for him. We love it, yeah. Yeah, so we stand Jack Wilde, who is the actor's name. Absolutely. Yeah, we stand him. And Ron Moody, who plays Fagin. We stand both of them. They're both great. Stand them hard, for sure. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I thought both performances were good. Uh, sure, both worthy of the nomination. I just think they should have pushed Fagin for supporting. Uh, that's yeah. my only critique. <laughs> he could have won. I think they definitely would have got another win out of that. Yeah, they already had so many wins. But mm-hmm. uh, here, let me pull up the other nominations for that year Always for supporting. Always interested to know. So the other nominations um, were films we did not see. So I guess uh, we can't really compare it. Uh, the subject was Roses, Faces, Star, and The Producers. We didn't see any of those movies. None. Nope. Never heard of any of them either. So there you go. I guess hard to really compare, but I think he had a fair chance, to be honest. I'm shocked he was nominated for actor. All right. So those were the two acting performances. Let's talk about some of the other wins they got, which was for score, which is crazy to me that this one's score. Now, obviously, this, uh, there's two scores. Back in the day, they have two different scores, which they don't have anymore because musicals aren't really a thing anymore. But in this time period, there is scores for a non-musical and scores for musical. So this one score for musical, huh. which, mean it, which means it wasn't competing against Planet of the Apes, 2001 A Space Odyssey. It was competing against Funny Girl and other musicals. Mm, fair. So a bit of a easier competition to win score here. Uh, Score was okay. I liked the score. Yeah, it was okay. Like, really, it has to be an in-my-face score for me to really remember it most of the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree. In-your-face makes it more memorable, which is where you would find horror. Mm -hmm. Horror has a lot of in-your-face scores. So as a simple folk like me... I do prefer those. I agree. All right. And this film won art direction. I mean, I I could see that. I don't know what it was up against. The art direction is very good. But that means that the Academy thought the art direction was better in this movie than in Planet of the Apes and 2001 A Space Odyssey. That's crazy. Was this one of the ones uh, Planet of the Apes was up for? Yes, it got a nomination. <gasps> oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. Oh. 2001 A Space Odyssey got a nomination for this one. Okay. And then Cinematography, Planet of the Apes got a nomination for. Dang. And 2001 did not get a nomination for Cinematography, which is crazy. Hmm. Just saying. I- 2001 A Space Odyssey is known for its cinematography. It's one of the most gorgeously God. shot films ever. So I don't know how it did not get a nomination there. But uh, Oliver did. Oliver got a nomination for cinematography. It didn't win, but it got a nomination. And then another win it had here was for directing. Hmm. Fine. Yeah. Uh, 
There were a lot better directed films this year. Uh, but fine. Whatever. Yeah, the I Oscars kinda, like musicals. It's hard to compare. I kind of sit in the middle on that too. I don't think it was directed the best out of what we've watched this year. But, I mean, what can you say? Like you said, the Oscars like their musicals. Exactly. I don't think this is the best directed film, mm -hmm. but it's not a horribly directed film. So, I don't have an issue with it. Well, you know, it's whatever. Uh, there, there could have been worse directing wins. So, we'll say that. Now, if you want, Andrea, let's take a step back here and let's compare it to the last three best picture winners we've discussed. Okay. Which was King's Speech, Going My Way, Driving Miss Daisy, and now Oliver. So, those are four winners we've discussed. And this is the first one to not have an acting win. The last three all had an acting winning performance. King's Speech was for lead actor. Going My Way was for lead and supporting actor. And Driving Miss Daisy was for lead actress. This one had two nominations, but it did not have an acting win. That's kind of crazy. Which could have been fixed if Fagan wasn't supporting, probably. <laughs> right, or... Why didn't they try to nominate the lead female? I personally thought she was pretty strong in the film. They would have to push her for supporting. There's no way she would have beaten Funny Girl. Oh, yeah. She definitely would have had been thrown in for supporting. Yeah. They would have had to push it hard for supporting. Mm -hmm. Which that one you could argue either way. Uh, she's still not in it as much as Oliver, but she is definitely a pr like the second biggest character of the film, I think. She's, yeah, I mean, there's no other female in the film that's even as big as her. Like, her, she has her best friend, and that's literally the only fe other female that even gets any talking time. Right, but lead actress doesn't mean the most important no, actress in the film. Yeah. I'm not trying to, like, make an argument for it. Yeah. I would definitely have put her up for supporting. Yeah, I think they could have found a way to beat the system and snuck her into supporting. And then I don't really know much of the supporting performances this year. Uh, well, we discussed two of them. There was Rachel, Rachel, and Funny Girl, those two supporting actresses. So I think she was better than both of them. So yeah, I, I think she would have had a fair shot. Yeah, absolutely. So no actor win from this film, but it still got two nominations for acting, so... There you go. Oliver still kind of fits that category. But once again, I've already discussed this to you, Andrea. Another film that got a nomination for editing. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think it was... It wasn't edited poorly, but I definitely think we watched others that were edited better. Right. But as I said, King's Speech, Going My Way, Driving Miss Daisy, and Oliver all have a nomination for editing. I am pretty sure the statistic is... What are we at? The 92nd Oscars? And only four or five of the winners did not have an editing knob. So that means 85, 86 out of 91 films had the editing knob. So that... Jeez. It's pretty high statistic there. <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy statistic. Wow. So if you're looking at a future award, I, I don't even really look at the Best Picture nominations anymore since there's nine or ten nominations now. You go straight to the editing, you look at the five contenders. That makes sense. So another point here for the editing. And another thing to note is all four of them have gotten a screenplay nomination. 
But another thing to pay attention to is the last three we discussed, King's Speech going my way and Driving Miss Daisy won for screenplay. Oliver didn't. Hmm. So all the ones that seem to have a trend, Oliver did not win those ones. It didn't win in acting. It didn't win for screenplay. Definitely sits outside the box from what typically happens. Yeah, but the one thing to note here is the directing. Mm -hmm. Aside from Driving Miss Daisy, which didn't get a directing nomination at all, which Whoa. I actually don't think the directing's that great, so I actually <laughs> thought that was a good call. Of course. Of course you don't. <laughs> Gotta okay. sneak in another uh, shade to Driving Miss Daisy. Wow. Always, always stabbing. Yeah, but... King's Speech, Going My Way, and Oliver not only got the directing nom, but they got the win for it. Hmm. So there's definitely some correlation to that, which the most recent Oscars, as of this moment, is still Parasite winning, and it won directing and picture as well. So they do like to kind of combine the two. Hmm. So those are the main things to note, I think, here. Uh, those really seem to be the four that seem to pop up a lot. Screenplay, directing, editing, obviously, and then the acting performances. So one thing to do before we wrap it up here is, Andrea, what is your storyboard for this film? Oh, gosh. Okay. Boy is orphan. Boy gets thrown out of orphan inch. Goes to the street but then somehow ends up in a nice home. Boom. <laughs> That's good. I'll do the opposite of yours. I'll say Oliver ends up in a nice home. He gets thrown into an orphanage. Boy is an orphan. <laughs> I love how you did it backwards. I thought about doing that for a second since yeah. we watched it backwards. Yeah, there you go. I kind of just uh, jump, jumped onto your storyboard. It was a good one. Boom. All right. So I think we already discussed your score. Are you sticking to the four here for Oliver? Or are you changing it like Lion and Winter? <laughs> no, 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 no. Honestly, I'll keep it at a four. It is going to be a very low four for me because it is a musical. They're not exactly my favorite thing, but it did bring back a lot of childhood memories for me, you know, being a tree and whatnot. And yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, for me... I'm between a three or a 3.5. So I'm leaning towards a three, but maybe after this conversation, I might be swayed to a 3.5. Yeah, you're really winning me over with all those Dodger references. Well, thanks. Wow. I love being an influential. An influential. Inspiring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're very influential inspiring. So anything else you want to say here, Andrea? Anything else you want to say here, Andrea, before we wrap it up and move on to the Oscar ceremony for next week? Um, nope. There's not really anything else I want to say. I, it was good. All right. Well, I consider you part of the family, Andrea. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. And until then, have a fantastic day. Bye, guys.